0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the tigers and takedowns podcast i'm morgan hackney this time
1: and i'm james
0: also hackney
1: also hackney
0: we got married
1: we did get married Um,
0: which was great
1: yeah that uh that's kind of why we have been a little radio silent lately just a
0: little bit busy
1: just a little bit busy um but we're back Hopefully with a working mic, our last pod we had recorded and had already, um, but unfortunately the audio file just, I don't know what happened there. It just was complete silence, couldn't recover it, couldn't figure it out, Um, and with the whole wedding thing, we didn't have time to re-record. No,
0: it was basically like we recorded it, it didn't work, and the next day was our rehearsal dinner and us decorating (laughs) our whole venue, so... So, um,
1: sorry for that.
0: Our apologies. And um, it sucks, especially.
1: It really is unfortunate because, you know, uh, we, we went over Stanford and kind of previewed it and actually got every single prediction exactly right.
0: Literally 10 for 10, um, exact results, yeah. exact timing of exact every result. Exact lineups.
1: I mean, it was kind of one of our best performances.
0: Literally like, you know, something from like another world almost, how good <laughs> we were. And We'll try to replicate it this time with West Virginia, but... Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll see if we can keep doing that.
0: <laughs> but uh, before we get started, a big shout out to our sponsor, Wrestling Central, Uh, Wrestling Central has uh, custom screen printing. They're able to do all of your wrestling gear needs for a school or club team. Uh, They've got singlets. They've got headgear. They've got shoes. Um, And then also for the Mizzou Wrestling fan tuning in, uh, they've got some really awesome uh, T-shirts and other Mizzou Wrestling merch. They've got NIL merch with some of the wrestlers. Um, Really awesome stuff. We wear their T-shirts all the time and uh, they're really awesome. They support us, and they support Museo Wrestling, so please check them out at, uh, at wrestling-central.net. Um, yes,
1: yeah, so we'll jump right into it. I know it's been a minute, but we'll go ahead and, and preview Stanford. I know most people do not have the Pac-12 network, so including us, so we were unable to watch it.
0: We thought we did. Uh, we thought we did. Uh, yeah, it.
1: we thought we did, but I don't know. The Pac-12 is dying, and I guess that they are just taking everything with them. Um, but – uh, I didn't tweet this out just because I was like, I don't know how copyright works. I don't want to attract too much attention to it. If you look up Mizzou versus Stanford wrestling on YouTube, you can find a stream that is decent.
0: And and we would never do that, and we're not <laughs> telling you to do that. Um, it's just an information nugget. Yeah, just it, it exists out there. There's
1: some to check out. Um, so we weren't able to watch it live. We uh, I went back and and rewatched the duel, and so we'll just kind of touch on some of the more uh important ones. I mean Mizzou dominated Stanford 39-0, 10 for 10, uh scored bonus points in uh f- fix of the 10 matches, which is great. Uh Peyton Monco made his return. Uh Mahler got an upset. Joffrey got a big upset. A certain, uh certain, I don't know if it was an upset, but got a big win in a crazy weight class. Uh Zeke Seltzer made his appearance in the lineup. So just kind of starting from the top. Noah Certain takes out Nico Provo 12-3. Um, Provo one,
0: seems like a bit of like a measuring stick at one twenty five. Like you keep hearing about people that lose to him and, and beat him. And- yeah,
1: what I said one twenty three, one twenty five. He majored him twelve to three. Yes. Um, yeah, Provo. I mean, one twenty five is just this kind of crazy weight class. Provo, the year hot winning C K L V has kind of uh, had some weird performances lately. Uh, taking some weird losses. Just lost to Max Gallagher of Penn the other day, uh, but it was it was a good match. Certain. Uh, something we talked about on the pod that the last pod uh, (laughs) certain had been rocking a neck brace on social media, kind of behind the scenes, I think. Um, So we
0: weren't so sure. We weren't
1: so sure what his status was going to be, or or it kind of maybe explained why he wasn't as active uh, from the feet as he had been in in previous matches. Uh, But he was back at it this time, not wearing a neck brace, but getting to his shots, scrambling well, um, doing really well, getting a takedown, uh, gave up a reversal, uh, which is pretty rare for certain. You know, he's he's pretty aggressive from top, and sometimes it feels like he puts himself in these weird positions, but he always seems to come away with points or stay on top. Uh, but Provo got the reversal. Um, I'm trying to remember everything. Uh, been a long day. But yeah. uh, certain, it was it was close. I think it was 4-3 in the third period late, but certain had riding time to make it 5-3. Uh, Provo gets in on a shot in pretty deep. And certain just really shows his strength and just kind of takes him over and puts him on his back for for a seven point move to to end up winning 12 to three and get that major. So the score itself, it looks great, but there is a little bit it was a little closer than it than it might look. Yeah. Um, but and some certain, things you
0: want to look out for before some of this other tough competition comes in.
1: Yeah. Sir wrestled really well. Um kade moore kind of ran through dominic lajoy ended up taking him 23 to 8. lajoy's pretty solid he uh he spent some time at cornell and had some success there in the lineup um Moore got a little tired got made it things a little nerve-wracking towards mm-hmm. later in the match but you know even tired gets that last uh takedown gets the tech um seltzer comes in at 141 not sure what's going on with edmund if it's a lineup battle or if there's a maybe an injury for Edmund or, or both, but uh, it sounds like Seltzer's officially a 41 now. Um,
0: and it's looked better since being there.
1: Yeah, you know, he beat two-time All-American Clay Carlson, who is having not his best time right now, but still a very good win. Uh, Jason Miranda's very solid as well, and, and Seltzer ended up winning 9-6. Definitely the type of match you would like to see Seltzer separate a little bit more. I think Miranda got a takedown to, to really make that close. Um, you know, even like a 12-6 or 11-6 plus, something like that would, would have been good to see. But first time starting at 141, Seltzer comes in on the road, a long road trip, gets a good very win. Um, Joffrey with the biggest upset of the night. Uh, Avis was ranked 11th at the time, a 2022 All-American, very solid. Um, and Joffrey won some weird scrambles and just kind of out-wrestled them in all three positions. Yeah, you and know? this
0: was one of those ones we talked about. Like, you know, Joffrey's just had – literally like the top of the weight class type competition so far. So this was the kind of person that like, you wanted to see, you know, where does he stack up and against guys that are not just like on this crazy other level and mm-hmm. turns out really well.
1: And yeah, it's kind of been like even wrestling those guys. It feels like uh, at the tiger shot invite, he gets majored by chance Lamer and then in his last match against Caleb Henson, I mean, he was chasing him down. I
0: know. I was like, maybe a second, second upset here.
1: So, you know, Joffrey is one of those guys finally kind of gets that breakthrough win. Um, he, and uh, he gets another tough opponent against West Virginia. So we'll see if he can c- continue that, but that was a great win. Just really wrestled. Well, um, Mahler beat, Daniel Cardenas, uh, 14 to eight, got four takedowns. Every one pretty much looked the same with his go behind, um, Cardenas, I think he was number six at the time and Mahler had kind of fallen out of the top eight, um, back into the rankings. Um, just a good win. Cardenas is really tough. Uh, was like the five or six seed last year as a true freshman and, and, uh, Mahler just kind of, I mean, Cardenas just didn't really have anything mm-hmm. for him here. Uh, we would like to see Mahler get one more takedown potential of his own to kind of get that major. I think that would really, uh, put a stamp on the whole thing, but still a good win. Um Keaton comes out, pins Hunter Garvin.
0: Return of King Pin O'Toole.
1: Yeah. Was on his way to a tech and then locks up a cradle late. Um Peyton Mako comes back, gives up the first takedown, and then reels off, I think, six of his own to win 21 eight. I know. It was one of those
0: things where I was like, oh, I hope he's okay, and then it's like, oh, he's fine.
1: Yeah, we were, watching, we were watching the live updates on track. like Which with is not the, a great
0: way to watch no, wrestling, by with the way. like, the
1: little characters, and it was like, oh, man, Mako gets the down. first takedown. Oh, no. And then just, like, chipping away. Watching the match, that's pretty much exactly what it was. Um, Clayton Whiting comes out, gets an 18 to five major. Just uh,
0: continuing that tear. Yeah,
1: not over Missouri. Uh, Former CBC wrestler Jack Dara, unfortunately, took on. I don't even, I'm not even going to try to say that last name. Abe. Uh, Voy- Wo-
0: Voyagewitz? Sure. Yeah. Oh, I had a teacher good. whose last name was Voitik, and it started with a W O J O. Okay. That.
1: but Yeah. That looks right. Great. Um, Rocky had a ranked opponent, Nick Stemmet, killed him 11 to 1. Just guys' takedowns, tough ride on top. Um, and then Zach capped it off with an 8 1 win. I mean, just a really strong team performance coming off that um, Virginia Tech mat duel. That was kind of weird, you know, coming off that winter break, like didn't necessarily feel like their best match and um, comes out and just dominates a very, very solid Stanford team, getting some upsets along the way and um, kind of coming off another long break. Now Mm -hmm. we'll dive into West Virginia.
0: But you just, you don't see a lot of shutouts in, in, college wrestling with guys like with two ranked teams like that so no
1: especially with a team that like stanford they were missing some guys
0: and they're a Um, younger team too they are
1: a younger team they were missing lorenzo norman who got de would from the southern scuffle um and then tyler knox a true freshman who normally goes for them at 133 that's ranked um and then jack dara which we mentioned uh but you know still when you just go out and take care of business you know not bad, no,, um, but they've got another big conference duel uh, coming up this week against West Virginia uh, West Virginia killed them last year thirty eight to three They were a weird team last year where a lot of guys were injured and they they sat guys and just kind of a weird influx lineup mm-hmm. um, but this year, I mean, they look way improved they've got a, a transfer that came in that's having an impact. some of their younger guys have really seemed to take into taking a jump and uh, got some guys coming off red shirt that seem to be having a pretty uh, big impact again uh, on for for the team.
0: Yeah, so let's jump into it.
1: Uh, yeah, so Noah Certain he's taken on either Jay Schaefer or Jet Strickenberger. Um, so Strickenberger he was a NJ uh, junior college champ at 125 pounds before transferring to West Virginia. But and he had some really good wins at one twenty five, beat Steve And, um Oh, he had a really tough match with someone else. The and win was the big one. But it's sounding and looking like he may move up to 133. I think in their lat they didn't he didn't wrestle against Oklahoma State, but in their duel before he wrestled at 133. Um, and so he's super long, super lanky. Seems like a guy who could have success there. So I kind of doubt that Strickenberger's here. So if not him, they've got Jay Schaefer. He's five and five on the year, giving up bonus points the last two duels. Um, you know certain if he's on it then kind of expecting a tech if not a pin yeah at least a major if he just he's staying aggressive getting to his shots especially his work from top it feels like his ability to blow it open is right there
0: yeah and then at 133 I think it's another bonus opportunity uh we'll have Cade Moore who you know we've known has been on an absolute hot streak and could either be Jed Strittenberger like James said here if he is bumped up um, but since he didn't wrestle at the last uh duel, it could also be Davin Davin? Davin Davin. Davin Rhodes. Um mm-hmm. and so uh Davin has kind of given up bonus points um in a lot of his matches, including his last three. He's kind of had a rough uh trek here. So uh that could be an advantage for more. If it is Strickenberger, like James said, he's kind of lengthy, a you know, scrambler. But we know that that's kind of Moore's wheelhouse, and I think that uh, we could possibly see bonus points, and it would be great to see a Cade Moore pin. You know, we've seen a lot of text from him, but it would be nice to see him actually get the fall too.
1: Especially, um, Rhodes is he'll mix it up, but it definitely seems like Moore can win that. He's a step up. Strickenberger would be. Uh... Would be a fun match with that scrambling. Mm-hmm. I you know, I don't know how big he is actually would be at 133, but he's long and so kind of like Latona would be cool to see if Cade Moore can kind of repeat that uh scrambling ability. Um 141, we're looking at either Josh Edmond or Zeke Seltzer. N- really no idea no who clue. goes here. Um they'll get a really tough test in Jordan Titus. Um uh, Titus is a guy that I was really big on last year, and he ends up qualifying as a redshirt freshman going 19-14. and 14. Uh, This year, I mean, he's 15-1. and one. He won Midlands, a tech C.J. Composto in the finals, coming off a really close loss to taking Jameson for Oklahoma State, who's also kind of broken out this year. Um, Titus has some unique moves. He has a nice Jonesy tilt. I've seen him go for a lot. He's a good scrambler and uh, isn't afraid to kind of – let it fly not necessarily with like big moves but just some i mean unique dive rolls and just letting it go um good gas tank uh can has, tough on top definitely has some things to look out for there Um so for edmund or seltzer uh, they're not exactly the same but they both have that really good double leg um that just they can run through guys I think when you have moves like that, it can really nullify that scrambling dive rolly kind of weird moves um, that Titus has, but it's going to be one of those matches where you need two or three takedowns because Titus is going to be coming after you. Um, Especially for both of those guys, if his top ability is, could be concerning. Um, And it's, it's going to be a hard match. It's going to be an exciting match. I mean, with, especially Edmund with his ability to just let it fly from so many positions in neutral. Titus is going to be game for that. One hundred percent. It'll just be kind of what version of either guy do we get out of Edmund or Seltzer? I think um, at their best, they could definitely win. Yeah. Um, Especially Edmund. I think Edmund's just a little more uh, suited for the weight. I think he's, Got a little more more
0: experience under his belt.
1: More experience. I think he's got a little more to him from the top position. I think he's got, um, you know, I like his ability from underhooks, overhooks, things like that. Um, I think Seltzer, he's got that really nice double leg. He's got really good scrambling. He's got a lot of good things too. But
0: We've just seen so much less of him too. Yeah,
1: especially with like his weird time at 133 and that I feel like a mid-season move up is kind of can be difficult and he's still adjusting. And so Titus is a guy that is definitely a podium contender. Um, I would love to see Edmund here just because I think that that match would be wild. But either way, it's kind of like if I'm making the pick, I'm taking Titus in this one. Sorry for the squeaking.
0: Yeah, that's our dog. He's just really excited for that match. Mm-hmm. Um, 149 should be a <laughs> anywhere else with the squeak toy um 149 should be exciting too we got uh logan joffrey against ty waters i don't know what ty's rating is right now he's uh, top 10. but he's yeah another top 10 wrestler obviously joffrey has gotten used to those this season um and uh this will be a really fun test waters has a really impressive bonus rate um he'll He's good at pinning. He's got uh, kind of that lanky long build that really makes the pinning really popular uh, move in his arsenal. Um, and he's also a really good scrambler. Uh, he's going to be tough to finish on and that'll be a big test for Joffrey. Something that we've kind of like looked forward to see throughout the season, you know, uh, He's really aggressive. He's really on people, but is he able to kind of like scramble through and get like more of those finishes? He's gotten better and better every time he's wrestled a tough guy like this. Um, And so it seems like one of those things that he could really kind of use this momentum and really put a stamp on it and really kind of lock in that spot in his own rankings. But this is definitely going to be a tough one.
1: Yeah. Webster kind of has a build or waters has a build similar to Cannon Webster um, from the Illinois Mm. duel. Uh, and so, you know, I don't know that the style wouldn't say the style is necessarily the same. I think waters is a little more dynamic, especially from top, but, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, okay. You wrestle the guy with a similar build, which I think presents a lot of issues, even style aside, yeah. uh, when, when you are that long, um, and that how, one
0: didn't go your way.
1: Yeah. Like do, how does Joffrey kind of just, uh, do we see him take more shots? Do we see him try to get to the scrambles more? Um, or do we see him kind of try to let Waters come to him, which could kind of be kind of a,
0: tough... a dangerous. Yeah, like yeah.
1: just a not maybe the best. The big thing is, you know, don't give up six. No, you know, like look out for getting put on your back. Waters is dynamic in a lot of those positions. So
0: but we've big... seen the job where he's not really a like save team points type of guy. He's going for no, a win he'll, every time. Yeah, so. he'll,
1: he'll let it fly for sure. Um, 157 pounds, Brock Mahler taking on either Alex Hornfeck or Caleb Dowling. Uh, West Virginia has gone back and forth with these guys here. Uh, Hornfeck uh, seems to recently have the hot hand. He's 2-0 in duels recently. Um, Dowling is – Hornfeck is, I think, like a fifth- or sixth-year senior. Dowling is, I think, a sophomore, like a redshirt sophomore. Um, They did this last year, kind of going back and forth. They're both really solid, um, borderline – qualifier guys but for Mahler it's like if he comes out and wrestles his match uh it should be be a win at the minimum and if he opens up with his own offense more I think he can push for the major um you know neither of these guys are easy by any means uh but it's one of those win or one of those matches where if Mahler really wants to get his offense going against guys that are tough and stingy, then then this is the opportunity to do it.
0: Yeah, I think that one will be exciting either way, but kind of just more exciting for a Mizzou fan as, than not necessarily an exciting, like, matchup. Yeah, but, hopefully. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Honestly, I'd love to relax a little bit. Um, 165, Keegan O'Toole actually does have, like, a really exciting matchup, which we we don't get to say too often until we start, you know, wrestling some of these, you know – conference teams but uh he'll see peyton hall who was uh an all-american in 2022 and probably one of the toughest matchups that keegan had as far as people that kind of like pushed him and you know were able to kind of like hang in there um he got injured late last season and so it doesn't really have the same postseason record that he did in 2022 um and took some early losses this season, but it kind of seemed like it was when he was trying to like force a big move, kind of some things that weren't actually there. Um, But recently against Oklahoma state took out Isaac Olesnick five, one. So that's a really, really uh, tough matchup. Olesnick's been really, really tough this season, kind of on a hot streak. Um, but Hall is really exciting to watch. He has a rubber knee. He is a really good scrambler, you know, which kind of plays into Keegan's game plan too. So I would look out for some really exciting scrambles in this match. Um he was recently majored uh 12-0 by Dean Hamity, um, but that kind of seems like an outlier as far as the rest of his matches go. Um and kind of like we talked about with Joffrey, like Hall's the type to like go big, like, you know, try something dangerous, try something risky you'd hope that that plays into Keegan's plan and he'll be able to kind of catch him doing something dumb, but he might have a different strategy coming in here and might wrestle more defensively. It just doesn't really seem like his style. So uh, Keegan will need to be on, he'll need to be ready for scrambles. He'll need to be looking for ways to finish when uh hall kind of dials up the defense and is able to kind of work through some things. But I think this one's going to be a really exciting one. And I think O'Toole was able to take this one just like he did last year.
1: Yeah, last year super tight, three zero decision, no tool need that late takedown. Yep. I mean, that was a nerve wracking
0: I know, I was like fighting my nails.
1: Um you mentioned Hall's rubber knee. I mean, he's one of those guys, um
0: like, kind of like a Peyton Mako.
1: Uh, not even Peyton Mako, like Monko has super flexible hips, but Hall's knee, I swear against Olejnik, literally went like 360 degrees. Which like, you wish
0: they'd call. You know, I <laughs> want to see the hand behind their head. The
1: it's crazy. I don't understand. I can only assume they have like no, no ligaments in their knee. Ryan Crookham is the same way. It's just insane. Um, and that gave Keegan issues last year. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, Hall is... He's super dynamic. He hasn't had kind of the success a lot of people expected after his 2022 All American finish. Injuries kind of slowed him down, but outside David Carr was probably Keegan's toughest match That's last what I was year. Thinking too. And so it's a big test to see. Like I'm always going to predict Keegan, predict Keegan to win. I'm yeah. never not. But it's going to be. It is a question of what. I mean, he's 100 percent bonus rate at 165 pounds three-point takedown and how well he's looked. I'm not ruling out bonus points here. Um, I think if if Keegan can get his offense really going, then then it, it could be a one-sided match similar to that Hamity. Um, I think something for Keegan is going to be trying to get above the knee yeah. with how flexible Hall's knee is. And I think that was something that I kind of get a hard time with last year just because Hall is really good at not letting guys get to mm-hmm. that position. Um, so,
0: but I bet Keegan remembers that and oh. has it circled and I mean, as we've seen against his like series with David Carr, like he's never not learning from a match that he has. So I'm sure that he exactly. knows exactly what he needed to do that he didn't do last year. And he's been running it in the room all week.
1: E- exactly. Especially with Hall coming off that win over Lennox, It's the perfect chance for, for Keegan to come out and just make a, another statement to the big 12. that he's still, he's still the guy. Yeah. Um. 174 pounds. We got Peyton Mako expect to be back, uh, potentially taking on redshirt freshman Brody Conley. Um, he's been having a solid season. He was a pretty good redshirt last year. He missed the, last two, the team's last two duels. With, I haven't really seen or heard anything about a return for him. Uh, he's very strong, tough to score on, pretty stingy. Um, another guy that's pretty solid in the scrambles. West Virginia is a good scrambling team. Um, but Mako... He's experienced. He's probably one of the better scramblers at the weight. I, I think that it's a Mako win all day. Um, if if it's not Conley, then Luke Eschenheimer is a true freshman that started for them uh, against Oklahoma State. Got pinned against Braden Thompson. If it's him, kind of expect Mako to uh, get the win there with bonus points. Um, Conley can be pretty stingy, though, so probably take Mako by decision there.
0: Yeah, it's probably kind of Gonna be more of a close one. Um at 184, Clayton Whiting will see Dennis Robin. Uh kind of seems like these two kind of both had hot starts to the season, but then kind of have uh gone different paths with Whiting kind of being on his high, hot streak and and Robin actually coming off a set of four losses, um, including three bonus point losses in his last four matches. Uh, so he was a qualifier in 2022, but that was a 174 Richard last year, moved up to 184 this season. Um, I think with the way that Whiting's been wrestling, uh, with, you know, it shows, you know, he's always had kind of like that toughness and that strengths, but it just feels like he's kind of really working on how to be efficient with his takedowns. He's wrestling smart. He's wrestling to his own strengths. Um, And so you could see maybe some defensive wrestling from Robin to kind of slow it down, um, see if Whiting kind of loses some steam, loses some momentum. But I think if Whiting can stay on it, then this is going to be another bonus point win for the Tigers.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rocky Elam looking like probably taking on Austin Cooley. Cooley qualified last year when he was I think his record was 11 and 17. Uh, He's kind of a bubble qualifier this year um surprisingly these two haven't wrestled before uh cooley started the year ranked but had a rough midlands and kind of fell out um rocky's been looking so good lately looking more like his like uh what we expected so i mean honestly not too much analysis here look for rocky to get to a single um finish maybe put on like put on a tough ride would love to see some turn get to his tilt um and and get a major
0: yeah I think, mean, yeah, not much more to say about that one. Yeah. Um, Zach Elam, however, has an interesting matchup at uh, at heavyweight against Michael Wolfgram. Uh, this will be a rematch from last year. Zach was able to win 6-3 decision last year. Uh, but Wolfram's a two-time qualifier. Um, he had some weird unranked losses at Midlands, um, but he can be really, really hard to score on. I think we saw that last year because um, he is kind of leans into that defense more than he does uh, offensively, but we've kind of seen Zach doing the the opposite. I mean, leaning into uh, where he's naturally talented and able to kind of really generate offense as a heavyweight um, kind of look really athletic, um, have a tough ride. And so um, I think he's going to have to work to score, um, especially if Wilkrum is kind of blocking off and really wrestling defensively to try to slow offense. But um, it should be one of those things where he could, Uh, either get in, kind of get the decision, get what he needs to get points-wise. But, you know, if he's able to wrestle his match and and maybe work from top, uh, that he could kind of blow this open a little bit more.
1: Yeah, Wolfram's tough, kind of having a weird year.
0: But the
1: dual score is, for whatever reason, which would not be expected, then he can definitely – you know, try and make something happen. He's um he almost beat Josh Heinzelman earlier this year in a duel, uh, who's right there around the top ten. Um, but Zach's been looking great this year. Yeah. Um overall kind of expecting Mizzou to to win this duel pretty handily.
0: You'd love another shutout, but we'll we we will not get greedy.
1: Well, I mean, you know, wouldn't rule it out. There's definitely an opportunity. 141 is going to be a big question mark. Um, potentially. Really, like
0: who's starting and who are they wrestling?
1: Yeah, 141 and 149 <laughs> are kind of the two uh, toss up type matches. Uh, West Virginia. I don't know if I call them a toss up as much as West Virginia is just favored there right now. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely opportunities for for Mizzou guys right there. Um, I think they match up well if if they're wrestling to their best, uh, like we've seen before. Um, and then Strickenberger, if he goes at 125 or 33, I think he's got an exciting style that yeah. even if whatever happens in the match should be a good match to watch. Um, West Virginia is a really solid team that have just kind of been slowly climbing the rankings. They barely lost Oklahoma earlier this year. O- Oklahoma state kind of ran through them, but I, uh, I would not overlook a team like that. And then, oh man, I just realized that I think Cornell is on the 28th.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and this is on the twenty sixth. Yeah. Well yeah, I'm not doing anything Saturday.
1: Okay. We'll, we might have another pod or, or something, but we gotta sit and
0: do a quick turnaround. Or you might you might be getting a double pod before you, you
1: might get a double pod, I'm thinking. Um this has been a busy week.
0: It really has been. Um we got married, James is in clinicals right now. <laughs> um, and then you know, gotta do all the other things that you gotta do. When you're running a media empire like us. <laughs> yeah. Wrestling Media Moguls. Um but, but
1: if you have any questions, tweet, tweet us. As, um Is
0: this a watchable duel or is this another one where it's fake?
1: Uh, I'm going to say it's on ESPN Plus, I'm pretty sure. That would be yes, great. Good point. Uh it is on ESPN Plus, January Love 26th is Friday at 7 p.m. Central. Um should be a good one. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Wrestling Central yes. for sponsoring the pod. I'm uh, going to go get into one of my oversized Wrestling Central t-shirts right now. and. And relax a little bit before we re- we record uh, part two of this of this podcast. But, yeah,
1: which yeah, we'll apparently be recording another one for Cornell because that is two days later. You know, That's we'll today.
0: plan this thing. With, uh, I think South Dakota and North Dakota State are going to be the same way. We'll be better prepared we'll for that be, one. Yes, to do the double pot. we
1: prepared for that for the double pod.
0: But thank you all for listening. Um, like James said, follow us on Twitter. Tweet at us if you have any questions. Uh, Thanks for all the love from our uh, Mizzou wrestling community on our on our marriage uh, and our wedding. It's been super exciting. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. And you know what we say.
1: Mizzou's wrestling school.
0: Bye.